Uh, welcome back and happy Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're lucky enough to be joined by uh, Iowa alum Tony Kaplan, now working for Texas Tech University in the athletic department. Uh, are the flowers blooming in Lubbock, Tony? <laughs> I'm happy to hear it. All right. So I understand uh, you had a chance to be at the uh, Texas Tech-Iowa State basketball game uh, this past week. How was that? <laughs> I like it, I like it. Uh, I understand uh, the students stormed the court after the game, is that right? Yeah, they did. Uh, I have a weak student effort. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, we'll have to have uh, the ball here, but it's going to be the All right, good to hear. Um, as far as uh, court storming, that's kind of been a hot-button issue this year in college basketball. I think uh, in the Iowa State game earlier, this season, a reporter actually broke his arm. Uh, how do you feel about court storming as far as safety concerns? Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think court storming is going anywhere. Too much excitement for the yeah. young fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing like the excitement in a college town. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to shift gears here, talk a little bit more about uh, college hoops in general this season. Uh, yeah, I watch a lot of uh, college hoop shows, you know, listen to a lot of analysts, follow them on Twitter and stuff. Uh, it's seeming to be kind of a consensus this year. There's not really a great team out there. Uh, a lot of very good teams, but uh, not really a great team. What do you make of that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I would even say there might even be more than eight teams that you know can make a Final Four run. There's so many good players out there this year, and then you know Duke and Kentucky aren't even ranked right now, and I could see either of those teams going to the Final Four with so much talent. Yeah, Kentucky will be there at the end. I know they will. Coach Cal will get that shake. 
Yeah, he, they typically start playing a lot better towards the end of the year with all those freshmen. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of uh, LSU and Ben Simmons? Do you think they got a shot? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, they're they're uh, fighting for just to make the tournament right now. But I think, you know, if they get in, they could definitely make a run. You never know. Um, as far as Big Ten, uh, with uh, Michigan State beating Indiana just about an hour ago and uh, Maryland losing the other night, is it Iowa's to lose now? Wisconsin's playing some great ball right now too. That that might be a tough game. That is at home though, so you know you hope you can pull that yeah, one out. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, yeah, I was just gonna ask you about Utah. Uh, is he Big Ten Player of the Year? Uh, Denzel had a great game today. He's obviously a great player. What do you think about the Big Ten Player of the Year race? Yeah, I think so too. As far as you know, expectations for Iowa were so low this year. I mean, mm-hmm. they they've overachieved so much. Yeah, I think it's got to be him. But I mean, there's a lot of basketball left to be played. So, uh, have you? I'm I'm not sure. Has Oklahoma been down to uh, Lubbock this this year? This Wednesday, okay, so you'll get a chance to see Buddy Heald. Yeah, he's, he's putting up some crazy numbers. Yeah, um, as far as we, uh, talking about Buddy Heald and 
Jared and Denzel. Um, for National Player of the Year, who do you like? I know there's so many great players out there. Um, you know, Chris Dunn is a great player from Providence. Yeah, I mean, Mella Trimble, these numbers have been have fallen off a little since last year, but I mean, I think he's got a lot more talent around him, so he doesn't have to do the line, the line share of the scoring. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the uh, Wooden Award watch list right now. You know, Grayson Allen, I don't, yeah, he doesn't have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Malcolm Brogdon is an interesting player on there. From uh, Virginia. Yeah. 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 That was a great game. Um, as far as uh, I don't get to watch much uh, Pac-12 action. I know Oregon's up there in the rankings and. Arizona came into the season with great expectations, and they kind of have underachieved a bit. They are 20 and five. UCLA's had some great wins this year, um, but you know they've kind of underachieved as well with all the talent they have. Do uh, you think there's any Pac-12 team that can make a run in the tournament? Yeah, they're. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Read a chapter every night. Definitely. Um, I think uh, the ACC has been pretty interesting this year as well. I know, you know, North Carolina has been up around the top of the rankings. They're still in the top ten. Duke obviously fell out. Um, you know, Louisville, uh, you know, they can't play in the postseason this year. But, I mean, that was a team I thought could really make a run and win it all. I really like the Louisville team this year. You know, Notre Dame. Yeah, they've been playing great. I really feel for those those two seniors that the graduate transfers, you know, transfer there to play in the tournament and they can't. It's tough for them. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's just there's a lot of great teams out there. What do you make of going over this year? You think they're are they clear number one at this point or no? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, is there any team you think, I know this is maybe a tough question, uh, that's kind of flying under the radar right now that's kind of a bubble team that you can see making a run? I know we talked about LSU and some other teams. Um, do you have a sleeper pick? Yeah, yeah. I mean, matchups are huge this year. You know, even even more so than in past years with the uh, you know absence of a great yeah, team. Syracuse is playing great ball right now. There's a lot of teams out there. You know, I tell you what, uh, a team that has a ton of talent that is really underachieved this year, Georgetown. I think they're 13-11 you know, or 13-12 now. And uh, so they pretty much have to win the conference tournament at this point to even make it to the NCAAs. But I would not want to play them in March. They have, I've, been, I've seen them a few times this year. Uh, they're long, athletic. Devontae, Smith Rivera, season vet. I would not want to run into them in March. Even though I, they played, you know, not very well this year. 13, maybe 13, 12. So I don't know. We'll see. See how that unravels. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it might even come down to you know, who's the best player. I could just see, you know, one player just putting his team on his back. I don't know. I don't know. As far as um, NBA prospects, I know there Ben Simmons has got to be number one. Brandon Ingram from Duke, great player. Um, who do you like as far as uh, future NBA prospects that are currently in college basketball? Well, I think the player in this class obviously Simmons. Yeah. Um, here's a little bit of interesting shooting. I don't think he can be, you know, the best three, the second best player out there. Going. The 
Yeah, I love Chris Dunn. I think he's a great player. Um, what do you think of uh, Utah's NBA prospects? Is he is he a first rounder for sure? Yeah, yeah. He's just—I just love watching him play. He's so slick. I uh, that. Uh, oh yeah. That, I mean, I was born in '94. My memory of—I've been a lifelong Hawkeye fan. My memory goes back to the early 2000s. Seen a lot of great players here. He's got to be the best. Just you know, Luke Recker, Reggie Evans, uh, Dev Marble more recently, and Aaron White. He's—I mean—that performance he put on in Ames. I texted my dad and a friend of mine. I was. This is the best performance I've ever seen from the Hawkeye. The 30 point first half he had. That was just incredible. Uh, Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, um, I listened to another uh, podcast, Hawkeye Nation, uh, John Miller does that podcast, I highly recommend it, it's a great podcast, he talks a lot about, you know, the, the teams in the 80s, um, that obviously, you know, that Chuck Long season, 1985, Rose Bowl season, um, you know, my, my dad talks about that all the time, that seems to be you know, kind of the best football season in, in recent memory for Hawkeye fans. And then some of those basketball teams in the late 80s were, were great. Um, as far as what I've seen in my lifetime, this is, is probably the best uh, the best season as far as football and basketball. Uh, I love the, the Brad Banks team uh, that went to the Orange Bowl and kind of, you know, got blown out a little bit by USC. Uh, he, was, he was one of my favorite players. Yeah. Um, as far as this is probably the best basketball season I've seen. Um, you know, Alford had some good teams. They had a, that, I think it was the 5 6 season with Horner and Bruner. And they uh, yeah. they won the Big Ten tournament, got a three seed, and ended up losing in the first round, which is disappointing. But, I mean, that was a, I don't think that team lost a home game. Uh, and then the Hawkeyes this season haven't lost a home game. Um but yeah, as far as a you know academic year complete complete season, I think it's yes, yeah, it's it's up, it's up there. Um, I think the wrestling team's having a great year as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, it's a great time to be a Hawkeye. Um, I think uh, they'll have a pretty good season next year as far as football. Uh, CJ CJ's coming back. 
Uh, we have yet to hear about you know Drew Ott, what the situation is with him. But you know Desmond King's coming back. Should be a great year. What do you think of uh, Iowa's chances next year in uh, football? Is there anything else you want to touch on as far as uh, Iowa basketball, football, or, or college basketball or football in general? Oh man, it's it's tough. I mean, I right now, I I, mean, I just watched the uh, Michigan State Indiana game. I got to go with the Spartans right now. Uh, I think you know, Izzo, he's always got his team playing well in March, peaking at the right time. Um, if I if I had to choose a team right now, it'd be Michigan State. What about you? we've been saying it's a lot about matchups. I mean, they do start four seniors and a junior. I don't know. I, I could see it. I really could. I don't I don't want to sound like a homer, but I could definitely see them, you know, cutting down the nets. Um, obviously, you know, there's a ton of basketball to be played. That's you know, way off in the future, but I don't know. I think Utah and the boys are going to, I don't I don't think they want to stop playing. You never know. I don't know. I don't know. I think Clemens is playing great ball right now. Uh, I always have loved Gasell's game. Woodbury. He's playing great right now. I think he's had like six double-doubles in their last ten games or so. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and obviously Pete's having a great season. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that right? <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll make a note of that. I'll, uh, I'll be watching the, uh, yeah. Oh, maybe uh, they'll make a little run in the Big 12 tourney. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll have to get you on here again soon. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you have a good day. Go Hawks. All right, thanks. That'll wrap things up for this episode, folks. Um, as always, uh, 
email us your questions and concerns uh, at tboys2016 at gmail.com. It's tboiz2016 at gmail.com. Um, we are also hoping to get some questions from uh, our listeners. So uh, if you have any questions um, that you want to be talked about on the show, uh, go ahead and email those to uh, the tboys2016 at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to answer those for you. Um, with that, that'll be the end of our show. Have a great day. <laughs>